0: If you wish, I'll make three tents here, one for you and one for Moses, one for Elijah. He was still speaking when behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them and a voice from the cloud said, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell on their faces and were terrified. Jesus came and touched them saying, rise and have no fear. And when they lifted up their eyes, they saw no one but Jesus only. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus commanded them, Tell no one the vision until the Son of Man is raised from the dead. This is the gospel of our Lord. You may be seated. All right, here we go. Simon says, Touch your nose. So many of you already out of the game. Okay, all right. Simon says, put up your left arm. Simon says, put up your right arm. Simon says, left arm again. Right arm again. Uh, uh, Simon didn't say that time. By the way, I see you stubborn Germans out there. Maybe some parents. No, I play enough games at home. Not doing it today. There are times up here where I feel like I have that power. You know, pastor says, stand for the gospel reading. Pastor says, you may be seated. And you guys just do it. You know, it's great. It's like it's a never-ending game as Simon Says, and I always get to be Simon. It's wonderful. It's a lot of fun. You guys know the game. You've played it before. You know the rules. You got to listen to the voice of Simon and only his voice. Do not listen to the other voice. There are two voices, two choices, two paths, one that leads to winning and one that leads to losing. In our gospel reading that I just read a moment ago, we have two voices, two choices, two paths, one that leads to winning and one that leads to losing. On the one hand, there is the voice of Jesus Christ. His voice is an authoritative and compelling voice. It's a voice that has healed the sick and even brought the dead back to life. And yet, it is a voice that seems to lead you into a losing outcome. For all of his power and glory, Jesus sure seems to talk an awful lot about suffering and loss and death. In fact, if you were to go to Matthew 16, right before the transfiguration account, Jesus is telling his disciples that he's about to go to Jerusalem. And there he's going to suffer many things at the hands of the Pharisees and chief priests and scribes and be killed. It's not just about him losing his life. No. No. After that grim statement, Jesus goes on to tell his disciples, if anyone would deny himself, let him take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. This is one voice that is set before you, one path, and it sure seems like the losing one. On the other hand, there is the voice of Simon Peter, bold and boisterous. This voice offers a different path. Jesus says, I'm going to suffer many things at the hands of the Pharisees and chief priests and scribes. But Simon Peter says, far be it from you, Lord. This should never happen to you. Jesus says, I'm going to Jerusalem to die. Simon Peter says, it is good to be here on the mountain with Moses and Elijah. Why go to Jerusalem? Jesus says, pick up your cross and follow me. Simon Peter says, let's put up a tent and stay here. Two voices, two choices, two paths. What will it be? Friends, I don't know about you, but for me, that voice of Simon Peter is very appealing at times. Who wants to suffer? Who wants to deny themselves? Who wants to pick up a cross? Who wants to do that? How much better to set up shop on the mountain of glory and let the good times roll? The Simon Peter in us says to get rid of anyone who's going to bog you down with anxieties and needs. You don't need that kind of negativity in your life. Simon says, don't let your family be a burden to you. Break free. Go your own way. Simon says, find someone who brings you pleasure and excitement. And if that person gets old, just jump ship, find a new one. Simon says it's all about your own happiness, and don't you let anyone tell you differently. Simon Peter says it's all about climbing the ladder of success. Don't worry if you have to bend a few rules or step on some toes. No, the goal is winning. Simon says win. Win. Simon says, don't worry about being at home with your family. They're going to enjoy all those things you can buy them with this new position and all that it can earn. Simon says, it's all about accumulating wealth and possessions. Simon said, is it good to be here at the very top? Simon Peter and us says, avoid all kinds of suffering and hardship. Far be it from you to suffer like that. That should never happen to you. If any word or action of yours is going to lead you to lose a piece of yourself, if you're going to sacrifice your time and energy, it's not worth it. Love thyself. Set up tents away from the problems of the world and revel in your own self-indulgence. Don't invest in that friend who's battling mental illness. Don't worry about your aging parents. Don't offer help to that neighbor who's struggling over there. No, far be it from you to suffer like that. Simon says, find your mountain of glory. Simon says, set up your tent, relax, enjoy. Simon says, it is good to be here. Simon says... But while Simon says this, there is another voice, a voice that overpowers him. Stop! Enough of this! This is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. That self-seeking voice of Simon Peter is drowned out by the voice of the father coming from the clown. No, Peter. No, tense. No, Peter, you're not supposed to stay here. Peter, you are not listening. My son has been trying so hard to tell you which path to take. My son has been trying to tell you what winning looks like in our kingdom. He's even called you Satan to try to get this through your head, but you're not listening. Stop ignoring him and listen, Peter. My dear friends, We need that voice from heaven to come and wake us up too. Because far too often we are listening to the inner Simon Peter, that self-seeking voice that's telling us to set up shop on the mountain of glory and not worry about anything else. We seek a comfortable, easy life. We seek accomplishments for ourselves and our career, athletics or academics. We seek fame and power and glory and all that comes with it. And we set up shop on our own mountain of glory, our own comfy empire, and we say, it is good to be here. But that voice from heaven breaks through and says, no, stop listening to that voice. Here is my beloved son. Listen to him. And Jesus says, deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow me. Jesus says, love others unconditionally, love sacrificially, love your friend, your sibling, your parent, your child, your spouse, love without expecting anything back in return. Give of yourself, sacrifice your own happiness for the good of others. Take up your cross and follow me. Jesus says, live in integrity. Do things the right way. It might mean that you get bypassed for a promotion. It might mean you get taken advantage of. But don't play the game the way the world plays it. Pick up your cross and follow me. Jesus says, embrace your suffering. Don't be in such a rush to get rid of it because your suffering draws you closer to me. Jesus says, enter into the suffering of others, even though it'll lead to sleepless nights, even though it may cost you your own dreams, your own satisfaction, even though it might be a path that leads to thorns and tears. Pick up your cross, deny yourself, and follow me. Dear brothers and sisters, we have come here to the mountain of transfiguration with Simon Peter. And Simon Peter says, let's stay, relax, enjoy. And Jesus says, it's time to leave. Pick up your cross and follow me. Two paths, two voices, Two choices, one that leads to winning and one that leads to losing. Dear friend, listen to Jesus and embark on that losing path that path that will lead down the mountain, that path that will lead into the heart of Jerusalem, that path that will lead to suffering and rejection, that path that will lead to the cross, the path that will lead to Jesus losing everything, his family, his friends, his clothing, his very life. And in that moment of losing, you're going to find it. You will find your greatest victory In the cross of Calvary, you will see the true mountain of glory. In that moment of death, you'll find your life. And you'll see that losing is winning. You know, I think one of the things that gets overlooked in this transfiguration account is what Jesus says immediately after the father quiets the scene down, tells Peter to shut up and listen. The disciples are there, they're terrified, and Jesus goes over and he touches them and he says, rise and have no fear. two voices two choices two paths one that'll lead you to human glory and one that leads to the cross and you know you know which one you're called to take but it terrifies you cuz you don't want to lose Terrifies you until the pierced hand of the victor touches your shoulder, and Jesus says to you, Come on, rise and have no fear. Pick up your cross and follow me. Follow me to your eternal victory. Amen.